This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. You know, here at the Selking Performance Group, um, we are all about helping individuals, teams, and organizations from the locker room to the boardroom, so from the sport world to the business world, understand and leverage the power of mindset and leadership. Again, leadership at the at the sort of the organizational level, understanding how do we create systems that are conducive to performance excellence, and then mindset at the individual human level. How do we help our team members build mindsets or patterned ways of thinking, right? Thoughts are not these ephemeral things that float around in the air that don't matter. They create mindsets, actual protein patterns that get webbed into the brain and change the form and function of how our brains operate. So we want to help team members from, from the business world to the sport world understand the importance of their thoughts, right? Because their thoughts build mindsets that drive how they show up moment by moment in every situation. And so again, we're just helping unleash performance excellence across the board. And that's that's our hope and our intent. And in this season of the podcast, we want to bring to you the McGuire Ivy Selking model of mental toughness that was developed years ago and helping people understand really what does it mean to be mentally tough and how can I build this into my very life? Um, Listen, mental toughness is not something that's unattainable, right? It's not that you've got it or you don't have it. It's you can build it. And when we understand what goes into mental toughness and then how can we go about building it, we are equipping ourselves to be successful on a more consistent basis. And so that's what we're after. And today we are still in tier one of the model, which is all about motivation and how do we develop the the strongest, longest lasting, most enduring types of motivation. And so we are on on um, block two, looking at internal motivation, right? Where if we think about, again, on a spectrum, internal is on a spectrum to external, which is on the other end. And this is all about the source of the driver in your life. What drives you to get up in the morning? What drives you to prepare fully? What, What drives you to execute excellently moment by moment. Is that an internal drive um, where that's your own sense of self-talk and standard of excellence that you believe in and are working toward? Or is that an external driver? Is that a coach, a parent, a boss, etc.? We have to understand that, listen, as, mo- as often as possible, we have to be driven internally to do things the right way on a consistent basis. That's what builds habits of excellence. Listen, if you're waiting for your boss or your parent or your teacher or your coach or your friend or your spouse to motivate you to get stuff done in your life, 
you're gonna you're not gonna accomplish very much. When we're talking about performance excellence, it is not that, right? Performance excellence is getting things done, having a high output capacity. You know, listen, as the director of people performance at Lippert Components, I've got some people on my team that, you know, when I ask them uh, for a deliverable, right, they're on it and it is in my inbox shortly thereafter. I don't have to continually follow up and follow up and follow up and ask and beg and try to get things in my inbox, right? That's the importance of building a great team so that you can get a lot of stuff done quickly, effectively, and efficiently, all in the intent of serving your team, of serving your customers, right? And that's what it is that we're after. So it's that internal driver. And I just ask yourself to to consider where are you mostly? You know, listen, Again, just like in intrinsic to extrinsic motivation, external drivers aren't bad in in and of themselves, right? Because there's some days that are easier to have an internal drive than other days. I get that. Listen, we're human, right? I get that. But where are you mostly on that? And if you find yourself on the external side of that more than not, listen, you've got to figure out a way to motivate. It is your job to motivate you, not anybody else's. You know, we want to use external drivers on those days where we need it, right? Um, But majority of the time, we want that drive to be coming from the inside, right? And one of the ways that we can do that is simply goal setting. So when we talked about intrinsic motivation, I asked you the question, why do you do what you do? Well, the question that I ask as it relates to internal motivation is what do you want to accomplish doing what it is that you do, right? These are your goals. And I always tell my guys, right? My players in Notre Dame football, like, listen, clear vision, clear results, fuzzy vision, fuzzy results. And so we got to clarify the vision that you're after, but also the goals that you're trying to attain. Because setting goals, right, helps us align our time, energy, and attention in the direction of what it is that we're after. That is going to help stimulate that sense of internal motivation and drive for ourselves when we know what it is we're after. Regardless of what people tell you, right? People are driven by success. People want, listen, people want to come to work every day and be successful. People don't show up at anything in their lives and say, well, I really hope I feel today. That's really what I'm after. But a large majority of the time, people don't know what success looks like. What does it mean to be successful in this moment? What are we trying to accomplish? So you can look at this individually or collectively and or, and actually is better than or, collectively as your team or organization or unit, right? What are you striving for? How are you hitting those metrics? So from a manufacturing floor to a football field, you know, there are metrics that we can hit and we want to make sure that those, those are clear and visual that people can see their progress. I have an amazing uh, family friend, I almost consider him family, Kurt Cummings, um, that worked in industry for decades, you know, and he said he was sort of the turnaround guy. He would go into manufacturing plants and, and into their plants and really set up, just put the metrics up on what we're measuring the people by. And they weren't happy about it at first. But if you go days and weeks and months with seeing you're not hitting your target, you're not hitting your target, it's declining, it's declining. You're not calling anybody out. You're not yelling and screaming. Right, you are simply putting the standard out there, allowing them to see their progress, and eventually, as human beings, we are wired to succeed. We are wired to do well, and that's going to help st- help stimulate internal motivation in his people. And ninety nine point nine percent of the time, he was able to turn organizations around because of that simple, simple task or or thing that he integrated as a leader in that organization. 
So let's look briefly, how would I destroy internal motivation in my team members and how might I build internal motivation in my team members? Well, here's a way to destroy internal motivation. Scream, yell, demean, and or cuss people out, right? In attempt to motivate them. If that's your strategy, you are killing and destroying internal motivation. And guess what else? The next time, you're going to have to scream, yell, demean, and cuss more and louder, right? And more intensely with more emotion and anger. And then the next time, guess what you're going to have to do? A little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And guess who gets exhausted? You, right? So listen, that, that doesn't help. That doesn't motivate people. And, and that doesn't elicit the internal motivation and facts that kills it, right? It makes people rely on the external driver to get them to do what they need and should be doing in the first place. So, so on the contrary then, to build motivation, right? One of the ways that you can help build internal motivation is give team members opportunity to make choices, right? And then highlight positive consequences of those right choices. Listen, every choice is not created equal, There are positive consequences to choices and there are negative consequences to choices. Now you have to give your people opportunity to make choices. And if they make the wrong choice, there might be consequences to that. But that is not an emotional discussion, right? My mom was like the queen of this. It was never a discussion. And if I made a choice that I knew was not in connection to the standard of excellence that was set in our household or the rules that were laid out very clearly, which she helped us understand why these rules were important, if I made a choice contrary to those standards or those rules, there were consequences. And I would get heated, you know, and cry and yell and, how could you do this to my life? I'm grounded for two months. What? Right? And then she would never emotionally react. She would just say, Amber, I did not make that choice. You did. And you know there are consequences to your choices. You're going to need to deal with the consequences. However you go about processing that is fine. But again, this is not my fault. This is, this is a result of your choice. And so, you know, just building that in me at a very young age helped me understand, like, listen, I got to drive myself. I got to make my own choices. And then I have to take responsibility for those consequences. I'm going to get up on a quick soapbox here for a second. But we say over and over about how this generation doesn't take personal responsibility or accountability or, or have high standards. And, you know, they need extrinsic rewards and external drivers for everything. Who's helped raise this generation? We talk about the leaders of tomorrow. What about the leaders of today? It is our responsibility to teach individuals the right choices, right? Or the consequences, and then allow them to deal with the consequences. If they make a right choice, let them own the success. If your kid is doing well in sport, mom, dad, coach, it might be a little bit because of you, but at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about them. Let them own that and feel that success. If they fail or they make a wrong choice, they do things wrong in school and get disciplined for it, don't go save them. It is not your responsibility to do that. Let them experience consequences. One of my favorite quotes is from Roosevelt, and it's the man in the arena. Right, Google it if you've never read it. It's a powerful, powerful quote. And it says, I'm not going to do the whole thing, but the last line of it says um, that your place might never be among those poor and timid souls that know neither victory nor defeat. 
listen, we have got to stimulate this generation and our our team members on a day-to-day basis to experience the joy of victory, right? And to allow them to taste the pain of defeat. That's okay. You're not going to die if you lose. It's going to hurt if you've invested and you care. But might your soul never be among those poor and timid souls that know neither victory nor defeat and live in a constant state of mediocrity and average. That's all that is. You think you're protecting your kids or your team or your team members at work from experiencing the highs or more even the the lows, right? You're not helping them in the long run. You're pushing them toward the curve of average and mediocrity. Let them taste it. Let them feel it. And then let them come up with a plan to get back to greatness. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about internal motivation. And one of the things I want you to do here when we're thinking, so your championship mindset training for this week, I want you to set three outcome goals with each of those supported by two process goals. Okay, so outcome goals versus process goals. Outcome, larger goals, right, that are about the outcome of something. Process goals, that, so that the outcome goals are sort of the what you want to do. The process goals are sort of how you plan on doing that, right? So for example, you know, we talk that, you know, I want to show up with a great attitude every day at work or at practice. Okay, awesome. That is such a good goal to set. Um, and then life happens, right? So you're on your way to work in the morning and you've had a kid throw up on you already and had to change outfits one or two times, or you didn't get much sleep because of whatever reason, or, you know, all of the things and you know the big list to-do list as you walk in the building that morning. And by the time you actually show up at work, you're just like, oh, just get the day over with already. And it's hard to have a positive attitude when you walk through the door, right? So what are you going to do? How are you going to show up at work every day with a great attitude? Well, maybe on your way to work, you listen to a podcast to get your mind in the right set, right? In the right frame. And then maybe you do a three by three plus one, three things you see, three things you hear, three things you feel, and one thing of excellence, right? We talked about that in season one. And those elements, right, are ways to get your mind right, your emotions right, because what do we know? Our thoughts affect our emotions, which affect our physiological, that's just our body's response, our heart rate, our muscle tension, our visual field, our hormonal reactions, which ultimately drives our performance or how we show up in the moment. So having a great attitude every day at work is an awesome, awesome outcome to strive for, but you got to come up with some steps on how you plan on doing that intentionally, because if not, you're going to get derailed because life happens. And that is not an excuse to not show up and be mentally tough. That's what we're talking about. You don't, you, listen, everybody has a bad morning. Everybody has a bad day, hit a pothole on the way to work, pop a tire, right? Or worse. Like I get that. But at the end of the day, we have got to take back this personal responsibility and accountability for our own lives and how we show up every single day. We can start by doing that by creating an internal motivation, three outcome goals, each supported by two process goals, right? So at the end, you'll have um, nine goals, three process two, four, six under each one of them, right? Okay, so that's your championship mindset training to help you stimulate and drive that sense of internal motivation in yourself and your team and your organization for this week. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure as always being with you here on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And as always, please follow us on social media. Um, You can rate and review us on iTunes. Actually, that would mean a lot to us and to our sponsors. Um, And again, shoot me an email if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or like to get hooked up with a one-on-one performance coach. Uh, My email is amber at selkingperformance.com. And we're just happy to to work with you, your team, your organization, um, you know, collectively or get some one-on-one coaching set up for you as well so reach out to us connect with us on all our social media platforms we're on twitter at champ mindsets instagram at selking performance facebook at or selking performance group on facebook and hey we are going into the season opener against michigan this weekend so for all my irish fans out out there the boys are ready they are ready to go they're excited to play michigan under the lights and so with that being said i will say go irish beat michigan and from the locker room to the boardroom i want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www.brightviewmedical.com.